Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Bridge Teaching Podcast. We hope that the messages you hear are both uplifting and challenging. And now, welcome to the Bridge. Everyone say thanks, Hannah. Uh, look at your neighbor and say, worship was nice. Worship was really good. Thank you, worship team. Thank you, God, for using them. That was awesome. Uh, we got a really special evening in store. Just like Hannah said, we haven't uh, just really been uh, in this series just focusing on spiritual gifts. But the God-given gift that we have is not powerful unless the Holy Spirit breathes upon it and lights that fire within us. So tonight's a special night. That's why we're all staying together is because this will be a Holy Spirit-filling night so that you guys, man, I know that I'm gifted now, but now we're saying, God, Holy Spirit, come upon me so that I may use your gift to glorify your kingdom. Mike has some radical object lessons, and then him and I are going to talk a little bit together, and we're going to spend a lot of the evening uh, in prayer with you guys after, uh, after him and I speak for a little bit. All right. Jacob, come on up. So, so um, a lot of you guys have seen these object lessons, but that's okay. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, you get the screen with the, the verses, Connor. Um, the, the screen with the verse. Um, so, anyway, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but <clears throat> the thing you got to understand, and I'm going to explain a little bit, is there's baptism, which, how many of you guys have been, like, water baptized? I know a couple of you got this weekend, right, man? It was really cool. But look at this verse. It says, it's after this, this church started, and it says, when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria, and they prayed for the new believers. So there, there are believers, okay? And it says that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy, Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Peter and John placed their hands on them and received the Holy Spirit. So what does that mean? So here's the deal. Here's the object lesson, okay? Snicker bar. Represents the Holy Spirit tonight, okay? Everybody good with that? You like Snickers? All right. So, Jacob, right? Yep. Jacob is not a Christian yet, okay? And I, I know he is, but he's not a Christian in this thing. And the Holy Spirit comes there, and he goes, Jacob, you want the Snicker bar? You want the Holy Spirit? He's like, Jacob, you should become a Christian. You need me. You need to know about me. And Jacob goes, at some point, yes, I want you, right? And accepts Jesus Christ. He's now a Christian. When you become a Christian, where is the Holy Spirit? Where? That's right. He's inside you now. So now the Holy Spirit is in him. And, and we actually have this from the scripture. If you go to the next screen, it says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come. Oh, wrong way. Uh, that's okay. Never mind. There's a verse that says, you know the Holy Spirit. Nah, so I missed it. But it says... You, you, you know who Jesus is because the Holy Spirit is beside you. The Holy Spirit will become in you. So right now, the Holy Spirit is in Jacob because he finally decided to become a Christian. And now he knows what comes, is happening. But this next verse says the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And so now the snicker bar is in you. And it's going to come upon you. So what does that mean? It means that you're going to be overflowed <laughs> with the Holy Spirit. Now, what are you going to do with all those Snicker bars? You're going to hold them all for yourself? There you go. All right, all right, all right. Keep some for yourself. All right, guys, everybody in your seats. Keep a couple and then just go. Hold this for a second. Check, check. All right. Yeah, note Jacob, why don't you hook high school up, man? Jeez. What is this? No love. All right. Selfish. Selfish. Middle school. You're making me look bad. Oh, my gosh. All right. So this is why we have two object lessons, because this one will at least stay more serious. All right. We hope. Okay? Now, shh. Actually, I'm just going to talk. You guys can hear me in the back if I talk loud enough, right? Okay. You're not even in the back. All right. Shh. All right. This is the one that they do in the sanctuary. Again, some of you guys have seen this multiple times. I've probably seen it a dozen times. But every 
represented by what at many times? is you, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit comes up, hey, you need Jesus, hey, you become a Christian, hey, you want life to be real, you want life to be its fullest, Jesus came to give you life to the fullest, you finally understand it, you finally go, Jesus, be Lord of my life, where does the Holy Spirit live, yell it out, come on, where does the Holy Spirit live, thank you, in you, now, here's the thing, Holy Spirit is in you. You've been going to church. You're doing your thing. There's a time where the, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and that's when it like becomes real. That's like when you understand who, who uh, the Holy Spirit is, who Jesus is, how much you love Jesus. And that's when the Holy Spirit comes and gives you power and gives you gifts and overflows you. Everybody with me, that's right? Good. That's good, Mike. Now, many of you guys have already been there. I know it. But here's the thing. As Pastor Marco, he says, we leak, and sometimes we just got to be refilled, okay? So whether you've ever had the baptism of the Holy Spirit or not, there's always a time, that was close, there's always a time that you can be refilled. I've been refilled many times, and every time it happens, I'm like so glad I did. So this is going to be a night of being filled by the Holy Spirit, overflowed by the Holy Spirit. And, and understand that next step of what it means to really just enjoy that Christian life and be strong in it. Okay? Jackson. Cool. All right. Thanks, Mike. Do you guys like object lessons? Yeah. I do. Mike, you have the best object lessons, bro. So Mike and I are going to enter into kind of a just a brief, brief conversational time and just talk about what's going to happen for the rest of the night. Uh, man, what, what we just learned, what we talked about is that the Holy Spirit He's not this electricity. He's not this energy or this vibe or whatever. He is a person. He is God. And you and I as Christ followers, we can't be weirded out by this and we can't be ignorant towards this. Why? Because we are at a period of history as Christians of being Holy Spirit people. Because we have in the Old Testament God speaking to the Israelites exclusively and showing up to them uh, when he needed to. And then because of Jesus Christ and because of the new covenant, it's not just a Jewish religion anymore. It's a every human ever born ever uh, truth and, and way of life now. And because Jesus came, the Holy Spirit can now come. So it says in Galatians that the angels look down on you and I in Melbourne, Florida in 2022 asking, what are they going to do in this period of Christianity and history with the Holy Spirit? Because they've seen God from the beginning of time. They're like, look, it was just an Israelite thing now where God would show up to minister to them. But then Jesus came, and Jesus, man, that was an incredible, magnificent 33 years. Anyone can be saved. This is amazing through forgiveness. Wow. But now it says in Galatians, they look down on you and I saying, what are they going to do with you, Holy Spirit? Because now anyone can move in the power of God just like Jesus Christ did himself. So... Mike had a cool revelation last night that I've just never heard articulated in such a clear way before, and I'm still just processing this. So I believe I was saved probably around the age of eight years old. I, I believe that I declared Jesus Christ as the way, the truth, and the life, and I wanted him to be my Lord and Savior. But I would leave the faith. I would quit walking with Jesus Christ all, all for many years of my teenage life and even my life as a young adult. And at the age of 22, August 11, 2011, there was nothing emotional going on. I just knew that Jesus was the way, and I'm not living for him, and I need to make a magnificent change. Now, did I know much about the Holy Spirit? Absolutely not. I really didn't know anything, right? But I just made this decision of I'm not going to live for me anymore. I'm not going to have one foot in, one foot out any longer. God, I give you my all, my heart, my mind, my soul, my, my going and my doing and my being, and I want to be used by you, God. I went down to the altar in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, and just, just it was not emotional at all. I just said, God, I submit. I submit. And in that moment, Mike and I believed that that in some ways could be a baptism of the Spirit in that my life was entirely changed. I stepped into youth ministry, 
right away. I started doing mission trips right away. I was being mightily and heavily used by God. Even though I was this baby Christian, God was just using me like crazy. And so I believe that's just so scriptural. We even see that with Paul. Man, when, when Jesus came and interceded in his life on the road to Damascus, man, uh, who, who did he send to go and minister to Paul? Was it Barnabas? Afterwards, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so Barnabas goes and prays on Paul, and, and separately, just like Mike taught about the separate baptism of the Holy Spirit. You guys look at Acts 8 on the screen for me for a second. There is a separate baptism of the Holy Spirit that is certainly separate from the time you guys got baptized by water or told your pastor or teacher or whatever, I want to give Christ to my, uh, be my Lord. There's a separate baptism of spirit saying, God, I want you to come upon me so I can go out and move in the power to do your work. Okay. Now let's go back and look at Acts um, chapter 1, verse 8 again one more time. Thank you, guys. It says, you will receive power. Everyone say power. power. You will receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, that's what we're talking about tonight. Jesus said, don't do ministry. Don't leave the upper room until this happens. Wait for him. He's saying, because when you do, you will have the power to do what I need you to do. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Okay. So what we're asking for right now is Holy Spirit, Jesus, we're still following your command today to say, yes, God, you're not just my Lord, but I also, Holy Spirit, invite you to come upon me and overflow out of me so I can do the works of your kingdom. A natural reaction to baptism of spirit is always to testify that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. It doesn't say, look at Acts 1-8 for a second. It doesn't say, like, and maybe then I'll be a witness. No, if you want to be confident of your baptism in spirit, man, we will go out and we will be witnesses testifying Jesus is the way. This is important for us. This is what we want. And maybe if we're operating in fear with this doubt or confusion or we're doing it in the flesh or we just don't know what to do or say, that's okay. Because the Holy Spirit, when we don't know what to say, he will give us the words to say. So pretty much all Mike and I are doing is obeying the scriptures and saying, God, Holy Spirit, we ask for the separate baptism of you so that we can go out and be your witnesses. And man, Jackie, we, we as leaders, we, we got together last night. She, she spoke out revival over this room, a revival of you waking up to your calling and actually living in your calling over and over again. Because what we're going to do to you tonight is just simply pray for you to be baptized in spirit. Anytime that happened, people went out and did work for the Lord. If you guys have Acts 2, 14, can I just look at that for a second? It says, now Peter was a guy that was really intimidated and really sought the approval of people at times. He'd be really bold and then really insecure other times. But look what happens to him after the baptism of spirit. It says, Peter, standing with the 11, lifted up his voice and he dressed a huge crowd. You guys, you might be so intimidated by doing what God wants for you. You might be so intimidated to learn, I have the spiritual gift. Well, we're here to tell you, you're not doing it alone. Peter... When he received baptism of spirit, he could do what God wanted him to do in boldness, all right? And that's what we want for you. Okay, now leaders, I'm going to have you guys spread across the room. Can, can you leaders stand up for me, okay? So we got Ron over here. We got Jackie over here, Sarah, Tom, Amanda. Katie's over in this corner. Connor's coming out. Your leaders are all over the room. Me and Mike are going to be praying for you. And how this works is we're going to let you guys spend some time in the quiet, spend, spend some time meditating. And Matt, if you don't mind just helping um, Hector just get the Apple Music playlist, just kind of like just some nice background instrumental music, if you don't mind. Because um, then in a in, at the end of the evening, Amanda's going to come out, and we're going to close out with worship, okay? But here's the thing. The leaders are here to pray with you. Now, here's what, what is not the baptism of spirit. It's not declaring Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, okay? No, we invite you to do that. If Jesus isn't your Lord and you want to give your life to him, we invite you to, in this time in the quiet, to go to any leader you feel led to, to go and do that. Okay, but it's also not a time of confession. But even though the baptism of spirit is not a time of confession, spirit might tell you to go up and confess some things to a leader because the scriptures tell us that's where healing comes from. You can confess in this time. You can dedicate your life in this time. You can rededicate your life in this time. But the goal of the night, all those things are beautiful, radical. Me and Mike want that for you tonight. But our purpose for this night is to baptize you in the spirit. Why? So you can do what? So you can be God's witnesses so you can go out and testify, so you can go out and use your gifting, not in your own strength, but in the strength that comes from God, okay? Um, so we're, we're gonna, we have about, yeah. Just, just one thing? Yeah. 
if you're sitting there going, yeah, but I, I don't want to be the youth leader. I don't want to go out and yeah. boldly go into the street. When I got baptized by the Holy Spirit, I started serving because that's one of my gifts, I think. Your gifts, we went through the gift test. It's using your gifts in a bold way to show Jesus Christ. Sure. So it doesn't mean you have to all of a sudden be this extroverted person who's going to go around sharing the gospel tomorrow. Maybe it will. That would be awesome. It's really this mindset that Jesus, now you are more important than me. Amen. You are what's going to drive my decision making. Okay? Does that make sense to you guys? It's, it's, it's a mindset of, hey, I've been a Christian. I love Jesus. He's my Lord. But, yeah, I've been kind of just, you know going through the motions maybe now it's like i want everything i do in my life to be driven by jesus christ doesn't mean i can't have fun doesn't mean i can't do great things that are fun but jesus is going to drive my actions moving forward and i'm going to go jesus i want what you want first and so it's when you see it it's it's a it feel it it's amazing amen amen so what we're going to do you guys can um when i when i tell you to you can stand up and pray you can sit where you're at and pray you can walk around the room and meditate. There's a lot of people in this room, all right? So I'm really going to encourage you. I'm really going to challenge you. I'm really going to remind you, focus. Because, man, if I was in your seat right now, it'd be hard for me to focus in this time. But I'm encouraging you as your pastor. I'm shepherding you. Ask God right now for supernatural focus in this moment so that you can just let God speak to you, so you can talk to him. It's hard to be silent sometimes. It's hard to, to have these moments because we're such busy people in our minds all the time. But I'm reminding you as your pastor, embrace this moment. Be quiet. Don't be on your phones. Don't talk to an, an, an anyone else right now. Okay, there will be a time, a couple things while this is going on, okay? I want you guys, when Spirit leads you, and you want to come up and say, like whoever your leader is, will you pray for me to have the baptism of Spirit so I can go out and be a witness and to use my gift? then you just get up and do it. You go find the leader and do it in this time. Hector, if you don't mind, my bro, I'm going to leave this microphone turned on. Students, in this time of quiet, if you feel a word from the Lord for this group, that's part of the, one of the workings of spirit is he'll give you a word for us, okay? This mic will be turned on. So we'll keep focusing when that person's sharing. We'll keep praying, okay? But then after about, I would say, at 7.30, what I'm going to do or Mike's going to do, for you guys who are like, look, I've been prayed for, and, and I'm good at 7.30, we're going to release some of you guys to go with Tom into the gymnasium. Cause, cause, and that's okay. That's completely okay. But some of you guys are like, no, I just want to soak in the presence of spirit more. We'll pray for each other. And then at that time, if you're not going to the gym, we invite you guys to pray on each other as students at that time. Okay? So let's spend some time meditating, listening. We're not talking to each other. We're not on our phones. And then as spirit leads, you're going to go up to your leader to get prayed saying, I want the baptism of spirit. Okay, and I'll come back up for those of you guys that are like, I'm good, I'm good now. I'll come up and we'll quietly release you guys to go to the gym with Tom. Okay, cool. You feel good about that, bro? Yeah, so <clears throat> just three parts of this I just want to go over really quick. Yeah. You have to want it, okay? If you don't want it, your prayer should be, God, should I want this? Let me, let me desire what you want for me. And then you got to ask for it. So that's why we want you to come up and say, hey, pray for me for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because you need to ask God, which by asking us is kind of like the mouthpiece. And then you got to expect something. If you're struggling with the expect something, pray for the faith. And then just come up with a step of faith that God's going to do something amazing for you. Amen, amen. This mic's going to be on. The leaders are, are spread around right now to pray with you. And um, then at 730, I'll come back, release some of you guys that want to go. And then at that point, you guys can start praying on each other. All right. And hey, we invite, I invite you guys to pray on us after that 730 time frame too. All of us, okay? So uh, I'll pray us in. Everyone extend your hands. Just kind of open palms to heaven right now. God, here we are. Expectant, God. Expectant for you to move. Expectant for you to speak. Expectant that you will do what you said you'd do. Holy Spirit, you, or Jesus, you said it's better for you. Better for us that we go away so that you can come. Holy Spirit, you're here now. And I pray that revival would happen. We pray it over this room. I pray that help would come, God. I pray that um, you, the advocate, would advocate on their behalf tonight, Father God. That students would step out in faith. All this is gonna take faith tonight, Father God. That we would listen well. We'd have attentiveness. That we desire to hear your voice. That we would have focus on you. If, if we haven't prayed even in a year, God, that tonight would be that night when we come back to prayer again. We pray, God, we submit to whatever it is you want to do, Holy Spirit. 
Now, God, we remain quiet on you and we wait for you now to speak. In Jesus' name.
So my name's Aiden, and I feel like I came in here tonight, like thinking, this is the regular Wednesday that my soccer got rained out, and I just get to come back. Um, just sitting here for the past three weeks, my soccer's been rained out from Monday and Wednesday, and I just feel like maybe this like God saying, maybe you should focus more on Him, and it'll you'll find your way to do the things you love, but also do it in his name. Um, and I've usually been really nervous like the past times that we've done our testimonies. I just, I can't get up here. Um, honestly, I feel like tonight was a lot different than what I've been doing. And having the courage to come up here is kind of good for me. I don't think I've ever been able to talk without my back face to the crowd. Um, honestly, just sitting up here kind of feels overwhelming sometimes. Um, I know most of you know me. I'm really talkative. But being able to talk in front of a bunch of people that believe the same thing and you mess up just a little bit kind of feels like everybody laughs at you and me being homeschooled it's kind of easy for me to assume other people are talking about homeschoolers and high school and when I have friends that talk about things they did at school it's a little bit different because I've never gone to public school especially being a freshman it's kind of hard Mm, that's it. Uh, hi, my name is Mashai. I um, I honestly hate public speaking, but I feel like I needed to come up here and say this. Um, a lot of people are struggling with anxiety, and a lot of people are struggling with like self-confidence, and I am one of those people. And ever since I came here, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't really expect to like have so much like uh, uh, fulfillment. Um, I've met some really great people. I've gotten gotten involved in a lot of activities and I come here on Fridays and I just feel like it's so much better. I don't really struggle with anxiety anymore. I'm I'm probably more confident in myself than I've ever been before and I don't know. I just feel like I needed to tell you that you have a purpose and you are important and you are beautiful and if anyone tries to ever make you feel like you are not you can't listen to them. <laughs> uh, because everybody's here for a reason. And everybody here, everybody here struggles. It's part of life. Except but <laughs> you have to put your trust in God. And you have to put your trust in like what he, and what he has for you. Uh, because it's probably one of the most important things probably the most important thing that you'll ever do because that is why you are here and so yeah that's it So my name's Lori, and lately I've been kind of questioning myself if my faith was strong enough, and I've been trying so hard to just make it grow, but 
I'm always struggling, and I feel like I should be just praying with God more and talking to him more because I feel like I drifted away from him. And when I got baptized, I didn't, like, even know what I was doing because I was only, like, eight. And I feel like my faith has gotten stronger. I just want to make it grow more because I still kind of feel that emptiness and I want to fill it with God's love. Cat, and I've been struggling with my looks lately and how I view myself and I've been feeling a little down because I've been insulted a lot before but all of a sudden I've been surrounded by people that just compliment me every day and I thank them for that uh, people from school my own family people from here and it just means a lot to me and I feel like that's God trying to speak to me that I shouldn't be looking at myself like that and saying all these mean things about myself. And So, uh, hey guys, I'm Elijah, and I feel like God's put... Um, on my heart to tell you the story of um, what happened actually pretty recently. So a few years ago, my best friend got involved with the satellite um, high gang, um, pretty much. And um, he became a Christian about a few months ago and um, luckily got away from that. But a few nights ago, we were heading back from um, the plaza and we came across them, and they were not very nice, um, and I felt something tugging at me, almost like um, I, I wanted to share Jesus with them. I wasn't necessarily afraid, um, but it was just something that the Holy Spirit was compelling me to do, so um, I spoke up, and things didn't turn out the way I'd necessarily expected them to. Um, we didn't get hurt, thankfully, but it was just like, um, it was almost like God had hardened their hearts so that we, me and Dale would pursue them in a way that would bring him more glory later on. So it's pretty much um, become mine and his project now to go there, evangelize to them, and hopefully plant a seed that God will cultivate and start to grow. So. Uh, my name's Jade. I've been battling a pretty heavy war of depression for over nine years, and for about five of those years, I was battling self-harm really, really badly and almost took my life two years ago. Um, and I know that it can be really hard for people that are a lot like me, that have struggled with things like this, that have felt alone and unprotected from your mind. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Um, God is here. And I've struggled to come to him the entire time I've been in this position, but I know that he's there and I do feel him. And there are times that he does give me lights of hope and I do get better, but then there's also times that my mind does overpower that and definitely make it a lot harder to continue. And knowing that everyone here is willing to put God first and get through things, but knowing that they can still struggle and feel alone is something that can be very difficult. But you just gotta know that God is always here. He will always be here for you and that 
through a lot of his word, he always does say that he's always watching, he's always listening, and he's not going anywhere. And so all you gotta know is just to stay strong and that for as much as this may can, this battle can be extremely hard and fighting can get so tiring, you are enough and you can keep going whether or not you want to or you feel the need to because you are worth it and you are very important to people around you, people that surround you, people that look up to you, you are important. And so I felt like I just had to say that because sometimes everyone needs a little motivation to keep going. Oof, I thought I was gonna start throwing hands with people because like when I didn't want to come up here, nobody was coming up here, and now I want to go up here. Everybody wants to like run to the mic. I'm like, Jikes. Okay, so um, all right. Uh, hi, my name is Jackson. I'm pretty sure nobody knows me here. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So I moved here three months ago. I came from south of Florida. I don't know nearly anybody here. But when I first came here, I felt like a complete outcast. I felt like alone. I'm like, God, what you doing? I had everything I had, or I had everything that I ever wanted and needed back at home. And I came here, like, why am I here? And um, I didn't hear from him. I just felt like like he he kind of gave up on me. So I kind of gave up on myself. But um, I came here, and um, I got to this uh, on Wednesday. And I was able to get my faith back. I'm like, you know what? Like, even though like, the whole point of having faith isn't just to have, like, believing in, in, in him and all that stuff. When it's good, it's also important to believe and have faith even when like, it's bad or like you go, like, like Jade said, going through some stuff. So I had, I redeveloped my faith back and um, I feel like he's bringing me to the right people or he has already. So I think that's good. And um, just um, as a reminder, you guys, just for a reminder, you guys, um, have faith. Um, he, I feel like he wanted me to tell you guys, especially some of you here in this room, that um, if you press to him, I promise you, he's going to press to you. My name is Brian, and recently I've been going through a bunch of stress from all the things that I've been currently doing, from doing band, taking up most of my days, and worrying about projects that I had to do for my junior project, along with working on my SATs and a whole bunch of assignments, but I've always like prayed to God to help me and so far I felt more like relaxed more I guess less stressed but more calm with my work I felt that no matter how many things that school life or anybody puts on me I can get through with it the same can happen you just gotta pray. You just got to just really think and you just got to let God into your life to be able to fully deal with the struggles of life. So, my name is Julie. Um, I am 
leading my FCA group tomorrow, and I've been like pretty nervous about it because I don't know talking to a whole bunch of people about something that um, you're really passionate about, but is also like looked down upon in today's society is very nerve-wracking. Um, but I just wanted to come up here and tell you that, or like I'm going to share part of it just because I feel like I should. Um, what I'm teaching on tomorrow is like advancing the gospel, and I just want to let all of you know, don't be ashamed of it, because it is, it is nothing to be ashamed of. Um, I am taking a sociology class right now, and that is the most worldly class that I've ever taken, and it's a lot of uh, very worldly views. Like, um, one of our bellwork questions was like, how can we encourage social conformity? when really, like, I've been reading a book on how to, like, stray away from that and instead be, like, called towards Christian Christian conviction. And so it's just a very controversial class with my beliefs and, like, what the world wants you to believe. Um, but I just wanted to let, um, encourage you guys to be bold for Christ, even though, like, today's society is so um, against God and anything that has to do with him. So. Hello, I am Xander. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys that even if you're going through troubles and hardships and problems through your lives, um, that doesn't mean that God can't use you. Uh, in my life, in my own life, I had an extreme like stuttering problem and everything, um, especially when coming up to the stage and everything like that. Um, but then, even even through that all, God called me to come and teach, and um, I was so nervous for that because I had a stuttering problem and like it was super bad when I went up to stage. Um, but through that, God so like did a miracle and he completely just transferred that or transformed that and um, through it all he just gave me so much confidence and peace and um, just knowing that I'm just doing it for him and nothing else matters so um, don't let your problems in your life anything that you guys are going through that's hard just stop you from coming closer to the Lord and doing things for him that's all going on y'all this has been a hard night hasn't it oh man well my name's Liam for those of you who don't know me and um, tonight I just wanted to give some advice I turned 18 about six days ago and I feel like I've accomplished something that I've already accomplished because I've been pretty grown since I was very young I didn't really get no childhood you know what I mean let's just say uh, Father's Day is not my favorite holiday <laughs> <laughs> but um, I learned a lot of things. Yeah. So it's not it's not your business. Yeah. 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 To keep it brief, the day that I learned not to listen to other people and what they tell you was the best day of my life. I don't. My courage and my faith in God has no dependent on no man. Right, Nothing matters but my relationship with God and me and my life. No difficulty is going to stop you if you focus on God and how he's helping you and that you pray. And as hard as that is to say when people are going through things, right? I, for some weird reason, if you just sit down and pray and you take time every day, he will answer eventually and he's going to help you, whatever you're going through. So a um, couple things real quick. If you've been sitting there going, should I get prayed on? Should I not get prayed on? Time is running out. Do what God tells you to do. But I also want to give a few minutes. If you would like, pray right now 
for God to give you somebody to pray for. And then just look around. Maybe you don't even know that person. Just walk up and say, hey, can I pray for you? And just pray that God will bless them. Uh, you don't have to. But, but I just challenge you because one of the things the Holy Spirit does when they overflow you is step out and use some gifts, is touch other people. So this is your opportunity to do it. I want to make sure we have some time for that. Again, if you've been sitting there going, I don't know if I want to get prayed on or not. If God's making putting that on your heart, get prayed on. If you still want to speak up here, continue. It's, it's been awesome. Hi, I'm Savannah, and right now I'm going to, through a very stressful period of my life is where um, I've just started middle school, and it's really stressful for me because all my classes, and I can't like keep up with all the work and stuff, and I'm going behind, and I don't want to get a bad grade, and my parents will get mad at me, so I've been trying, and it's really hard, but you have to remember that God is always with you, and he will always help you if, if, like, anything. He's always there for you. So I just wanted to say that, God, you're never alone, and God is always with you. Hi, my name is Zoe, and um, I just wanted to say that, so a while ago, I told somebody in my life that I was going through, like, different mental health issues, like OCD and anxiety and depression and stuff like that, and um, I thought that they would be accepting, but instead, their reaction was, you're not a Christian then, because if you have any, like, anxieties and stuff, then like, I don't know, their thought process was that you can't be a Christian then because you have to trust God. But um, I just wanted to say that, like, even if you're a Christian, you can be, like, a very strong Christian and stuff, and still, like, everybody has their moments of anxiety and depression and, like, stress and stuff like that in their life because that's just, I don't know, that's just how we are. Nobody's perfect, so... I wanted to let everybody know that no matter what, that God loves you and that you can just pray to him and hopefully, not hopefully, he will. He will help you with whatever you're going through if you just ask. Thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Jacob, and uh, I just wanted to say something like, I've been struggling with a lot of depression lately, and I just wanted to say like, if you're struggling with it, God will bring you through. Like, he's always led me through, and I've been like reading my Bible like every day, and he's just leading me through and helping me get through there, and he will always lead you. He will never forsake you. So, yeah. Um, I'm Callie, and I kind of felt this need to come up here because for the past couple of months, I think that since my grandma has kind of left, I think that after I kind of started struggling with a lot of different things and where my faith stood with God, and after a while, I kind of didn't feel love in my life, so I kind of felt this need to start coming to church, and so I've been going here for a couple of weeks and I've never felt more at home. And I finally found my reason for being and I was placed with a family where I felt so much love. And so I think that it's easier for me because I don't like doing stuff like this. So it's easier for me knowing that like, I'm not the only person who goes through all of these things and I'm not the only person that feels these things. So I kind of wanted to just come up here and say that I'm glad that I've gone here and I've never felt 
more of a family and more love than I do here. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, my name's Tanner. I'm new here, and I'm just so glad to be here, guys. It's a great community, and it's great. It's so welcoming. So I've been dealing with depression recently and a long time ago. It kind of started when quarantine hit, um, and there was just not a whole lot going on, and my brain started to go to some dark places. And I started reading my Bible more often. It got me through it. And then I got into school, got with a great group of friends, and they helped me through it. It kind of struck back again this summer because, you know, I was beginning high school that year. And just coming here has made my condition, I mean, so much better. It feels so welcoming, so loving, and it's just thank you guys. Um, hi, I'm Audrina. I am honestly really nervous to be up here. I had to sit there and be like, go, go, go. I would not get up. Um, but I have family issues sometimes where I just feel like there's no escape to my world. It's just kind of, you know, stuck there. And when I come to church, I just feel like there's some kind of relief from that. Like there's an escape to be okay and feel happy and with my people, kind of. And I just feel like it's a free place where you can just be yourself and believe what you want to believe. And I love that. So, yeah. Hey, guys, um, we're going to, I feel like we got to end in worship. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but we're going to do worship really quick. However, if you still need prayer, you still need anything like that, feel free to do that. But while we stand and just really just thank God for, for the, the truth that he is and, and the power of the Holy Spirit and just the joy that he is, man, really just open up your heart to this, I pray. That, uh, you'll just be ready for it. Praise Oh. 
rad. Um, man, I was in the zone so much with my people. Man, what a powerful night. It was so good. Uh, if you were here tonight and you were waiting to get baptized um, in the power of spirit, uh, I don't want you to leave without getting to do that if we were all jammed up or something, okay? So uh, we'll be done in like 15 seconds, but everyone just bow your heads, close your eyes. If you want to receive the baptism and filling of spirit and you haven't had a chance to do that yet, you're already saved, but you say, Holy Spirit, I know there's a separate baptism and I want you to come upon me, Father, right now so that I can be your witness. If that's you right now and you didn't get to do that, I just want you to raise your hand nice and high so I can pray that over you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Keep your hands up. Thank you. Thank you. I see you. Good. I see you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I see you. Good. Thank you. Good. Good. Holy Spirit, we love you. We are already saved by you, Father God, if Jesus is our Lord. But now, Holy Spirit, we want you to come upon us and overflow out of us. Use us to testify and witness that Jesus is the life and he's the way, the truth, and the life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Special night. Um, I'll be here to keep praying. All the leaders were here to be keep praying. Uh, no Sunday service in here because we're all staying together in Vision Weekend because we're a part of this church, okay? Um, let's hang out. You are dismissed. Good night. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for spending time with us. If you'd like to learn more about The Bridge, please follow us on Instagram at WeAreTheBridge. Also, if you need prayer, send us a DM. Otherwise, tune in next time.